Okay, so welcome to the first episode of the Premier Football Podcast of 2020. I'm your special guest host, Sean, uh, filling in for Rafe on a well-earned Christmas break. I'm joined by PFP stalwart, pundit, <laughs> and above all else, Arsenal fan, Joe Doherty. Yes. Joe, how are you? Uh, I'm very well, Sean. What a great start to 2020 for the Gunners. No surprise there. I can see the smile on your face. You're in good form. It was the first time that I've, I've seen them play well in... I mean, the Chelsea game was, was decent. I did think, to be fair, um, there was a lot of criticism towards the ref, which was due mm-hmm. when Arsenal lost. Uh, at the same time, Arsenal faded in the last 10 minutes. The energy levels went. Yeah. And there was, certainly for the, for the winning goal, the, uh, Abraham or Willian had to be brought down. And there was none of the, the the players just couldn't reach them, even though they were dribbling with the ball. They, yeah. their 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 energy levels had gone. So I thought that this was the first really complete performance. Got the damage done in the first half, and then were able to sit back. and And Man United were pretty tame, I have to say, with all the the attacking players that they have. I I didn't think that they created too many clear cut. I can't remember actually. No. A single clear cut chance. Not at all. Um. I mean, Rashford had that one. From kind of the left hand side of the box, where he clipped it well over the bar. Yeah, you expect him to do better from that range. Um, and then the other one that springs to mind is Fred's free kick. Oh, the, the last kick of the ball of, of the game. It, it was just tough. wasn't the Man U team we've seen in the most recent games. Mm. It helped Arsenal. Arsenal now, I've seen a bit of them this year. I keep yeah. an eye on them. Two games in a week where they've looked really strong. This mm. could be a new dawn for them. Um, Mikel Arteta maybe instilling the philosophy in early. Yeah, I th- I think so. The, the The main difference is that he's added a a, a a structure to the team. There have been some interesting graphs going around um, Twitter and kind of BBC and Sky and that comparing um, where the players were positioned on average under Unai Emery, and mm-hmm. it was very haphazard all over the place. Like Bellerin is the highest, the yeah. first player forward on average while playing that, a back four, not even a wing back. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and. Um, then under Arteta, it's very much you know there's a there's a flat back four with the fullbacks pushing up. Then there's Xhaka and Torreira, and then there's almost a front four all together. Ozil is playing kind of right beside Lacazette, and Aubameyang is is Aubameyang is like the highest f- 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 player forward on the left, kind of like mm-hmm. Ronaldo was for or Real Madrid from the right for Liverpool. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then obviously Nelson in the last two games before the United game, and then Pepe in the last game on the right. So yeah, kind he of a four, two, four. surprised me. Pepe. I have been calling him a fraud all year. He, uh, really? he has stood up. Um, mm. Last night I thought he was good. Now obviously maybe match fitness yeah. dropped off a bit, natural. But uh, it was nice to see. Did, what did you make from the post-match reaction of Luis and Socrates, their interview? I thought it was a damning indication of how things were under Unai Emery and also um, a damning indication of a lot of the Arsenal players who pick and choose when they want to... What I will when they want to put the effort in, but what I will say in favor of them is that if you have a manager in any kind of job who's really uninspiring and is doing things in a way that is obviously not working, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be difficult to work for them. Obviously, you yeah, should, especially when you're being being paid this kind of money. Yeah. But I can understand why players get a bit. Um, That'll feed into player powers. It's too strong. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. be allowed down tools. You shouldn't, of course. And there should be some sort of accountability. And yeah. If if the manager's not able to motivate them, then maybe the directors of football and the, yeah. you know they should or reduce wage and performance based payments. Exactly. Like, I think that's that, a full discussion itself. It is. It is. Yeah. There is a. I think Callum Hudson Odoi. His overall package is like 180 grand a week, but a lot of that is on the the, the targets that he yeah. that he hits and well, things. So slightly I think off was, topic because that's Chelsea. Have you heard? Tammy Abraham is now 
stalling his contract because he wants a similar package. I have, and why not? Because well, obviously <laughs> you can get it if you ask for it. He's their top scorer. Yeah, He's and if anyone well. deserves it, Hudson Odoi didn't. Abraham certainly did. Absolutely, but this is off topic again. Yeah, but you know, time is not. But on. it's just from the manager yeah. point you were making there. It actually ties in for the game: Arsenal two, Man United nil. Van Persie made a really interesting comment. Mm. Is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer too nice? Like, you can have a manager that doesn't motivate you. Yeah. Like, is he a winning manager? Are you going to want to go out and perform for him? Like, that Man U performance. <laughs> you would think none of the players wanted to. I, I, I think he's a... I think he's he's just very happy to be there. Yeah. Um, the fact that... Van Persie, again, I, I'm not a fan, of course, uh, considering his past, but um, he summed it up perfectly. He's like, why is he always smiling in his press conferences? And that's I had no idea. I walked out. Great <laughs> Brilliant. Now, a little pat for Mourinho's head after uh, that, they beat that Spurs. Was funny. That that's was funny. funny. Yeah. But he's always smiling. Win, lose, draw after a game. Yeah. That's I'm... not going to help the fans or inspire the players. Absolutely not. Um, he doesn't strike me as someone either who'll go into the change room and flip a table. No, no, and I think that at half time of that game, that's exactly what the United players yeah. needed a bit of the. And you'd think because he played under Fergie, and Fergie was the hairdryer, the hairdryer the treatment, hair exactly. exactly. You yeah. think he'd be able to whip out a few quotes from the, the late nineteen nineties, early two thousands, but These no, he's, modern players probably don't care. Pr- probably not, and they wouldn't react to that way. But, but but at the same time, there's a way to, and I I do think that he's too nice. Uh, if you yeah. can c- compare him with Arteta, who's clearly got a bond with the players, you can see. After the match, he's always coming on and he can he consoled them against uh, Chelsea and he was yeah. telling the players to all come into the centre circle to clap the, to applaud the fans yesterday. Um, and like that's a very nice thing to do, but you can tell that he puts great demands on them at the same time. And he's come out and said that under him, it's non-negotiable to give 110% in every single game for 90 minutes. Yeah. I don't think that you could say the same for Solskjaer. I think that, again, he's just happy to be there. And he's almost going through the motions. <laughs> for a man who's like, jumped from <laughs> Cardiff relegated... Molda, the pinnacle of Scandinavian football, to, yeah. uh, the Man United hot seat. He's won the lottery, it's, the managerial lottery. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he keeps on talking about next season, that they were always using this season to... <laughs> to as a this meet. project. They spent the most money in, over the summer. They spent £80 million on Harry Maguire, £55 million yeah. on Aaron Wan-Bissaka. Which um, I think is a good tra- signing. I, I'd um, say they're both decent signings. Um, Maguire, maybe they should have gone in for Soyuncu. Chu, hindsight. Well, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but um, they always wanted Maguire. He was the one that they yeah. that they pinpointed. The English premium and City wanted yeah. him. It's just that United, um, City don't really pay those very no. extortionate That's prices. Possibly one of those situations where your rival team goes in to up the premium. Mm. Yeah, like an Alexis Sanchez. Like an situation. Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, man, there's another man who won the lottery. If you need to play uh, the lotto, uh, go uh, to Manchester. Literally, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, just I might sum up our or wrap up Arsenal. Here's mm. a topic. Aubameyang, the statement today, 100% committed. Yeah. Do you believe it? Yeah, I do. And I believe that Jack is committed as well. Are you happy about Jack being committed? To be honest, um, I don't care being co- about being called a flip-flop. The way he's been playing since he's been reintroduced, yeah. I think that you can only go on current form. Yeah. Um, everyone deserves a clean slate under Arteta. Um, okay. Even Granit Xhaka. I would have written off players like Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I thought he was terrible under Emery. He's been brilliant these last few games. A new manager, the right manager, um, with proper tactics and proper man management can really make a difference to players. Yeah. Um, now, so I, I don't see Aubameyang leaving in January. Not in January. Not I, th- I think Do you think he would it, be your captain at the start of next season? Um, realistically, no. I think that we'll probably have to cut our losses there. And I don't have a problem with him leaving Dan. He'll have given two and a half years. If he, if he 
if he wants to go, if if a Real Madrid or Barcelona come coming, oh, yeah. how can we? And I think that's his end goal. He always had that promise with his granddad or something playing mm-hmm. in Spain one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, you might say it's come a bit late, but like he's he he only kind of went to Dortmund at twenty four. He was playing for Santetti and then and like not oh, yeah, really playing high intensity football. Newcastle, yeah, all those years ago. But yeah. like my my point being, he started playing at a really high level late, very yeah. late in his career. So it, like Vardy, kind of, exactly. Yeah, Vardy has to, another few years. Yeah, exactly. Not like Wayne Rooney. Um. So I might wrap up Arsenal there. Sure. We'll yeah. move on from uh, two uh, current mid-table teams to our current reigning champions. Yeah. Man City. Uh, against Everton, Ancelotti versus Pep Guardiola. Mm. Not something we were expecting to say probably only a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, what did you make of Everton's performance? I might start with that. I thought they were fairly spirited. Mm. Um, Ancelotti's a very good manager. He seems to have come in and had an immediate effect. There were question marks about whether he could do it again in the Premier League. Obviously, three, ga- three games in, what is it, six points? and uh, Just a narrow defeat to Manchester yeah. City. They certainly grew into the Man City game. Yeah, they did. They finished quite strongly. Um, they were a bit passive towards the start, uh, maybe daunted by the fact that they were playing against Manchester City at the Etihad. Yeah, um, and probably Carlo hasn't had enough time with the squad. Yeah, and I mean this. This is the sort of game which for Everton is a free hit. Yeah. If they get anything out of it, it's a it, it's a bonus. Absolutely. Um, so a two one loss, I don't think they'll be too deflated. Um, I might ask just from the Irish perspective, this new um, change of shape that sees Coleman playing. As right side of a back three. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, like I, I never, I never thought of shape well, because they have two good right backs, I suppose, um, and then he's trying to shoehorn them into a system that to, where he can get his best players on the pitch. Mm-hmm. But um, I never thought of Coleman as a a right sided centre back. Yeah. But I suppose when you think about it, he's, he is quick. He's not tiny. Yeah. And Kyle Walker went in for England and did a good job there in, yeah. the, in the last he's World cer- Cup. He's certainly lost something going forward since it, the leg break. He has, so yeah. So maybe his defensive qualities suit it. Definitely. And I, actually, I think for an Irish point of view, um, I think that Matt Doherty is much better than him. And that if the, it, this could be an interesting way for Ireland. Ireland yeah. are not a team that need to play four at the back. They can play five at the back. And yeah. it might actually suit Ireland a lot, a lot better. Um, and I think Matt Doherty needs to play because his uh, output going forward we is... might save that for a March special uh, at the PFP. Absolutely, international yeah, break. International break. Yeah, uh, but not yeah. just interesting to see that it is happening now. Mm. Um, Man City, another yeah. Bravo blunder. Oh dear God! Um, can, are, is anyone surprised? No, um, it's not the type of, of blunder that we've come to expect from him. Usually, it's kind of. Letting went in through the left hand straight through straight over his yeah. head, or you know, there was once a hat trick of Bravo errors in the same game. I think it was against Everton, okay. two three seasons ago, yeah. in his first season, where he let in a hat trick of errors and they lost four nil or four. They conceded four goals, and one was straight through him, one was to his left, one was to his right. Like, he had a that horrible streak of every shot went yeah. in. Did yeah. he save one for I don't know how many shots in it's, a row? But God, do you just do a West Ham cut your second choice, jump to the third choice, Scott Carson in? No, because I don't think that Scott Car- Well, David Martin, I suppose. He's kind of... A, he came, a, 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 Roberto a, 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 was out of form. Bravo just hasn't yeah. worked ever. He no. was brought in for his distribution. It doesn't work. Mm. It's not instilling confidence into an already weakened defence. Yeah, yeah. Have they lost their fear factor? Does it stem from the back throughout the whole team? Yeah, they've, they, they, they've lost their fear factor. And it's something Rafe and I have discussed at great length. It's that having to... Or, 
half having and half choosing to continually play Fernandinho as a centre-back, yeah. you're taking away from the qualities that he brings as a central defensive midfielder. And he was the fulcrum of their team in terms of winning the ball back and avoiding uh, having players running in at their, at their defence. Their defensive um, company last season and for many years and Laporte last season aside... Um, this season and last season, aside from those those two players, has never been especially strong. I've never really taken to Nicholas Otamendi. No. John Stones doesn't convince me defensively, albeit he's a great ball player. Um, and being a great ball player isn't enough to You merit. need a very good defender alongside you. You do, which is why when yeah. Company and him were playing together, they, they looked all right. Or yeah. Stones, Laporte. Exactly, exactly. But when you have Fernandinho and Stones, or Fernandinho and Otamendi... Or Fernandinho and Rodri, as we've had at times this yeah. season. It's just not. And uh, not strengthening at centre-back when they were going into the season with just three fit centre-backs was suicidal as far as I'm concerned. Letting company go just really seems like it was a yeah, yeah, I mean, he was probably... I think he's taken up a player-manager role. It's, it's probably something he's wanted to do for, for a long time, so fair play to him. But I think he got relieved of his manager side of that. Re recently? Yeah. I haven't heard of that. That's interesting. Uh, so was an Anderlecht player. So just play for yeah. Anderlecht, who are a fairly, you know, average European side. Yeah. But I mean, with all their resources, to, to not bring in a fourth centre-back, that's insane. And that's on Pep and the, the directors yeah, there. Yeah, 100%. The, it's a very short-sighted move. Absolutely. And it kind of has summed up everything. They didn't prepare for this season. Mm. And the lack of preparation is why they are where they are. Yeah, absolutely. So far behind. They, they can't... And to be honest, like... You know, Premier League aside, they've always had their eye on, on that Champions League trophy. Yeah. I don't see them getting near that. Certainly with this Liverpool side. It'll be the focus for them this year. Of course, yeah. I don't yeah. see them getting it either. No, I just don't think that they're cut out. I don't think that they have the the experience. In the, the, no. Like, you say, say what you like about winning the Premier League. It's a little bit different to win the Yeah, the, European the knockout League. football. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's different gravy. Which is strange considering Spurs, Spurs got to the final last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that we'll leave aside. That. <laughs> um... Leicester and Newcastle. Yeah. Premier League starlings, Leicester. Yeah. A great victory. Uh, a 3-0 win. Mm. I think it was over 70% of possession mm. in the match. Christian Fuchs, the cult hero of Leicester, mm. came in, played left wing, had a great game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Madison with a fantastic goal. Absolute peach. They can't do anything wrong at the moment. No, and they're, they're the darlings of English football for a reason as well. Um, Brendan Rodgers is a very likeable manager when he's doing things well. Yeah. When he's not, he gets a bit narky and that kind of over-arrogant side of him, his personality comes out. But he seems a lot more measured these days. And they just have... A, they're a bunch of very good footballers, aren't they? Yeah. There's no Great taking away from... squad. For, for, Great character. For, for sure. Um, even the, the likes of Hamza Chowdhury scoring a, a fantastic yeah, goal at the end. But I think that Vardy, he's not played in the last two games, or at least no. he's not been yeah, in the starting round. his child, and then that, this week he apparently had a calf injury. Right, right. But nevertheless, going away to a consider, to, to a typically tough place to go, say what you like about Newcastle, yeah. like St. James's Park is never easy, and winning 3-0, never looking like conceding. Although Joe Linton... I had to do a lot better with the chance where Shelby pulled yeah. him through. He is, a sh he, I think he's probably the worst Brazilian technically that I've ever seen. Joe? <laughs> Joe be up there. They would rival him. Afonso Alves from Middlesbrough oh, as well. Oh, God. Another shot. But, you know, he's, he's very no, he, poor. he's up there. And yeah. how much did he cost them? £40 million? Something yeah, he, like he that? smashed their uh, club record for him. Yeah. 
I think it was, yeah, 30 to 40 million pounds. I don't know if it's paid in, you know, all up front or whatever, but it's... Yeah. Now, just, you mentioned yeah. Jonathan. I want to bring up another signing from the summer. St. Maximum. Mm. Such an interesting player to watch. Yeah. Very direct. Yeah. No longer wearing his high-end headbands due to Mike Ashley saying it's sports direct or nothing. Yeah. Uh, but he's only got one goal and one assist this season. Mm. And that's not prolific, but he's been out for the last five games and they have not won any of them. Uh, before he left, yeah. they drew 2-2 at Man City. Yeah. They beat Sheffield United 2-0. Yeah. They beat Southampton. Mm. They've now gone four losses and one win in the last five without him. Yeah. Can a player be so important that even if he's not prolific, it just affects the whole team? Yeah, absolutely. And although he's been a prolific this season for Wolves, more so than last season, Adama Traore, I would, I would say, is the most obvious comparison. And he just it, players like that just put def defenders on the back foot and make them uncomfortable. And that obviously has a knock-on effect on your team's attacking yeah, output. So the other team are probably focusing on them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it opens up space for others. Um, Jamie Vardy is very good at doing that. While scoring many goals, he brings others into play just by defence is feeling obliged to drop 10 yeah, he's 10 yards always back. on the last man exactly yeah. just players who are an absolute nuisance to play against you know Sam so, Maxim sorry go ahead I was just going to say just because without him like the Newcastle season had looked like it was going so well mm. they're now in a relegation battle yeah where are they 13 they have they've dropped down significantly the teams around them this festive season has really closed the gap from mid-table to the lower teams mm. it's Actually, far more interesting at the bottom than it is at the top at the moment. I completely agree. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, to, to refer to Newcastle, they're just two points off Arsenal in tenth, but at the same time, they are five points off uh, Bournemouth in eighteenth. Yeah. And with the form that they're in, anything could, you know, no one in that. From I would say, realistically, Arsenal and Everton are not going to. They're only going no. to go up. They're not going to get sucked back down into that. But anyone from Southampton in twelfth down to Norwich in twentieth. They're not yeah, out of it. And they're not incredible. going to be out of it until the final game of the season. No, as well. and especially when you look at points, six points separates Everton in 12th yeah. to Watford in 19th. Yeah. That's, it's... It's scary. It's getting tight. It and, is. And we were saying, is. oh, the mid-table, everyone was jumping, like Spurs went on a run, they went to fourth, mm. or, well, fifth, just behind Chelsea. Yeah. This now, Watford and Southampton, yeah. Both picked up 10 points out of a possible 12. Yeah. The two informed teams yeah. over the festive fixtures. I, Southampton have jumped to 12. Yeah. And they were dead and buried a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's written off. Danny Ings has been phenomenal. Absolutely. What's he scored? 13, 14 Premier League goals He's already? joint with Aubameyang. 13. 13. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, English call-up? On form, ahead of Callum Wilson, you'd have to say, He's is that third, third choice striker? Yeah. 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 Why not? Highest English scorer. Yeah. Um, touching on Southampton, just yeah. we've mentioned their great form there. Yeah, uh, Danny Ings, they beat Tottenham one 0 Yeah, apart from being delighted, no doubt. Jose is yellow. What oh dear God! Um, I don't think that you should be going into the opposing technical <laughs> area at all during the game. Yeah, there's just no reason. Uh, he he was lucky to only get a yellow, as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> that that's a no go zone. It's like running on the pitch. Yeah. Um, just well, on the pitch, I know, and I think that's yeah. that's disgraceful. Um, you know, it's it's great to see his emotion, but at the, at the same time, save that for the end of the match. Don't yeah. run on after a goal. That's completely disrespectful Is this to the opposing. A classic Jose Mourinho deflection technique. Tottenham are losing to Southampton. Mm. We've seen him do it with United. He takes the uh, the eyes onto him. We've seen him do it with Chelsea. 
Inter, Real Madrid, the Ajax, everything. Yeah. Things aren't going well. Tottenham, he hasn't really had a new manager bounce with Tottenham. They had the 5-0 with Burnley, but yeah. they kind of just trucked on as if Pochettino was still there. Yeah. Is it another classic Jose move? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. He's looking. He's looking to to grab all the headlines to, like as you say, to deflect the, 100%. the, the, the poor performances. They they have, but even what was the game that he got his his red card in? I can't remember off the uh, top of my head. The Everton was rescinded. Ago. He's just had the three. I'm pretty sure, which is lucky because Kane's obviously now out with the hamstrings. His son can yeah. slot back in. Yeah. What was that game? It'll come to us in the It'll middle of the night. It'll come to us. But um. Yeah, no, of, co- of course they miss him. He's their best player. Yeah. I think he's more important to them than Harry Kane. Okay. Um, we saw that last season when Kane was out of the team that actually looked better. Yeah. Um, and although he started very strongly under Jose and he was scoring good few goals, certainly he scored two in that fashion of, of Burnley, uh, he's looked very off the pace. And I, I think that he has been carrying a knock and that Jose has kind of been forced to, to play him throughout the festive period and that's backfired. Yeah. You know, he's probably out for a month or so now. Yeah, um, hamstrings. T- but, which is, it's not the ankle, as um, he usually suffers. So yeah, maybe it's a muscular injury. It could, it could be 10 days or so. But, you yeah, know, could you be lucky with the FA Cup break yeah. coming up. But on Spurs, I, th- I think they've been shocking their last two games. And I th- that Burnley game aside, um, I think they've been pretty average since he, he, he walked in the door. Yeah, no new manager bounces, um, I was just saying. No, and, you know, you could say the same for Arteta. He didn't win the... His first two games, he picked up just one point from them. Uh, but you could you can see immediately a, a clear style of play and identity in, in Arsenal and players running more and trying harder. I just don't see that with Spurs. No. Um, Alderweireld may have signed a new contract recently, but he was awful. Um, he got spun like Colin Hendry for oh. facing up against Paul Gascoigne in, in Euro 96. Yeah. By Danny Ings, who, don't get me wrong, he's, he's as we just mentioned, he's he a man can in do form. No wrong, yeah. But... I mean, he's hardly Lionel Messi, is he? No. He shouldn't be turning you inside out onto his oh. weaker peg to lash it past the keeper. Um, Vertonghen's looked very sloppy. I think he, he just has six months left. I think he's gone. I he's going to shoulder into the left-back slot also. Yeah, 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 because they have Davies and Rose out at the same time, which, yeah. which is unlucky, but he's played there many times for Belgium and you know he's experienced it, uh, enough as a defender to not Should be. be doing better. Yeah, and I think in their midfield, they can't get any consistency there. Um, and Dombele seems to be very hit and miss in, in terms of the minutes that he's able to play. Jorge mm. uh, does not play players like Harry Winks. I don't think that he's particularly good anyway. But no. he's he's um, he's a different option. He, he passes the ball around tidily enough. Uh, he for the same token for the same reason he doesn't rate Lacelso. He doesn't play him. So he's kind of stuck with Sissoko and Eric Dyer. And Sissoko has grown to his own. Mm. Eric Dyer, Dyer. It's not a great Premier League footballer. Maybe down at your... Who, who do you not want to insult? Maybe an Aston Villa or something. As a whole. He's, he was in the English squad so recently. He was, he yeah. Was, yeah. Like, he was kind of vying with Jordan choice. Henderson. As the, yeah. yeah. He, he's not a great footballer. He's not. He's limited. Yeah. Um, but I, I think at the same time, although Sissoko has progressed well, them as a two, it just doesn't work. It's high yeah. energy with Sissoko and great athleticism versus um, big... Lumpy lad in the middle of the Lethargic. park. Lethargic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, with Eric Dyer, there's no like for me. He should be. He should be looking to play the two summer signings in there. Maybe with a Harry Winks in a midfield three. I don't know. Or Deli Ali um, and have him box to box. Exactly. Third yeah. man running midfielder. It's just. It's not very inspiring. I don't think that he. I can't, I can't think of a typical Spurs style of play. Like how the how the forwards try to move in the pitch. 
Um, Kane keeps dropping deep. Yeah, and he's doing that more and more throughout his career. And, and I, he hasn't got the pace to get back up with a counter-attack No, either. no, not at all. So if he's dropping deep, it's... You know, it's Mora and whoever else is playing. If it's Son playing on the other side, mm. of you, it's just them. Yeah, he certainly right, won't keep up with either of them. No, no, absolutely not. So if I, if I was a Spurs fan, I would be a little concerned about that appointment because they really put all their eggs in one basket. And I think that there's a great argument to be had for Daniel Levy doing it out of personal pride. The fact that Mourinho refused Spurs 10 years ago or so. Okay. Um, not kind he, of a safety move. Maybe Mourinho's a proven winner. He wins everywhere. Maybe... Champions League was still obtainable. It still is obtainable. Mm. Top four is not out of the question. Um, he he could get them top four. He should get them top four. They've got a great squad, but is he get? He's not getting the best out of it. No, he's they not. Haven't changed like you've said. No, I I I would disagree. I don't think that they have a great squad. I think that in some areas they have a very good squad. I think going forward they're excellent. Mm -hmm. I I you know that those four players would struggle to get would wouldn't struggle to get into many teams mm -hmm. you know uh they're 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 top the defense is i don't rate their fullbacks at all i think the fullback they're really really weak Four. um and like i said alvaro doesn't look the same player so by the same token i don't really rate their defense and i don't rate their midfield so going forward they look decent yeah but it's 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 not enough, and it's not enough when Jose Mourinho is the manager because he's not a great offensive coach. And you can say that you should just set your forwards up to do their own thing, but at the same time, there needs to be some sort of pattern of play and instruction. Yeah. And he's someone who's kind of been left behind. He, mm. he was great late in all these early the decade. We've just left. Amazing, yeah. Now it's you have to have this style of play yeah. at your club, whatever yeah. way you're going in, and or else have the players to play Mourinho's defensive style. Which they don't exactly. Yeah, I, mean, I I think we even see that at the bottom end of the table as well. Everyone is trying to play in this new high. Norwich will not give up. Absolutely not. They have a style, <laughs> and that is what they are going yeah, to do. Yeah, and they're going to get relegated because of it. But you know, that's that, that's that's how people want to play. Yeah. it's just a strange one because they're they're Spurs are a, say, uh, say what you like about them. They're a fashionable club. Um, you know, they're a fashionable Great club. Stadium. and to go a fantastic stadium. And to go from Pochettino to, to Jose Mourinho is a bit, in 2019-20, yeah. is, is a bit of a... Sideways. Yeah, it's a step towards a, a decade, a, a time now gone. Yeah, a time of football that doesn't really exist. Like yeah. the number 10s, they're going out of fashion. Exactly. Um, we, we actually just mentioned Norwich because they have that style of play. <clears throat> Might move on to Norwich, Crystal Palace. They played out a one-all yesterday. Yeah. Norwich have one win in their last 16. Yeah. They have three wins all season. They are goners. I worry about them. They don't have the squad depth because they had so many injuries to begin with. Yeah. A lot of those have come back. Not all. A lot of them. It's still not working. Mm. Farka out or stick with them and prep for the championship and hoping that you can keep that squad culture and morale. Obviously losing every week won't help morale. But mm. bring it into the championship next season the way Burnley did. Sean Dyche, they got relegated, came back stronger for it. Yeah. Or do you remove them and think, Premier League money, let's give this a go at staying up a la Fulham? No, I'd stick with him, mm -hmm. to be fair. I, I don't think that Norwich are a club who can be making demands to stay up um, when they get promoted. Yeah. Uh, to be With the greatest respect to Norwich. Um, that, I could think of Charlton Athletic in, in 1998 
uh, they got promoted from the championship. Uh, they they finished 18th under Alan Kirbishley, got relegated, won the, the champions, the, the division one back then, uh, by like eight, ten points or something, and came back and established themselves for six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned Burnley under Sean Dyche as well, you know, Newcastle under Rafa Benitez. I think that I've seen enough good things about them. I don't think that they're, they're quite ready for the Premier League yet, and they don't have a goal scorer, which uh, P- Pookie's. It's just you obviously watched uh, the the game against Palace. At least the highlights we both did. Norwich were honestly unbelievably good. How many chances did they miss though? And this is my thing with Norwich that every week I when I watch them they they have so many clear cut chances and yeah. they stay they rarely score more than one goal. Yeah. So that 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 as an Arsenal fan who Cantwell chips in, he looks very decent. Yeah, mm-hmm. very decent uh, attacking midfielder and and Pookie. They need more than that. The Pookie party they, doesn't exist anymore. No, no. Yeah. Of, of course, it, like he's, I think he scored. Is it against Arsenal? Of course, it was. He scored one. His, the Man City game. That's one of their wins. Three two. He Rose. did no, but do you remember he had that purple patch at the start? Yeah. Where he scored maybe five Which, in the first ten, six, seven, eight games or so, mm-hmm. and then he's only scored one or two since. Um, I just never thought he could sustain that. He's never. He's never proven it ever else. Germany or Scotland with Celtic. Yeah, no, never. He's kind of been a, a one in three, one in four striker. So I mean, he's decent. He's he's decent. He'll get ten goals in in the league at least. But you need more than that. If your if your main striker is only getting ten goals, you need more than that. So you're saying stick with Farca. Stick with Farca. Get some some better players and, and hope it goes the along gym. the line of Burnley and Newcastle, not Huddersfield. That we've just seen this year. Exactly. I think if they change the manager and try to to, to play for, for for a more to to go towards a more steady style of play, I think that. I don't think they'd ever change their style of play. I do think not. Their, their signings and their manager are exactly what they're meant to be. Mm. Because there there was a really interesting interview earlier in the season where the sporting director said, "We have a culture, so all the appointments and signings are based off that." Yeah. So. I think of my own club, the Swansea way. Yeah, That's yeah, finally coming yeah. back after our relegation. Our relegation has cleansed us to a degree. Um, I think there's a Norwich way. Yeah. And they're going to go down sticking to their principles, which mm-hmm. is respectable. Yeah. Um, but it's going to prove not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll be gone quite early. Yeah, no, I, I have to agree. I think they're looking at the table, they're the ones who are, could adrift already. Yeah. They don't have Watford, that experience. who I suppose we can move on to now. Yeah. They were behind them for so long mm. 10 points in the last 4 games we mentioned slightly earlier they've beaten Wolves yeah a, a Wolves team who rested the 3 key men for the Liverpool game mm. who are going for the 4th if not a definite Euro- Europa League spot mm. they put in a shift and, and they have done it in these recent games yeah they've really got a new manager bounce that's uh, the exact uh, definition uh, of a new manager bounce to be fair to Nigel Pearson um He's done very well there, and, mm. and I'm surprised because I I didn't think that he pulled up trees at Leicester. Um, the great escape the great, was a nice way for him to kind of bow out. Yeah, yeah. Set up the title winning and all that. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're dead right. He never really inspired. No. Um, so for for them to come in and you know he's got Dale Fay scoring goals. I think he scored two in the last three or yeah. if not game. back from injury and got two. He got he's got two. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah and then won the penalty. But still. yeah. No, still, I mean, he's obviously crucial for them, and he needs to stay fit. And he he's um, come out saying only good things about Pearson mm. as a person, saying it's the first time he feels he's been treated like a person. Yeah. And I think the last eight years, and obviously Watford go through so many managers. Yeah. He's got a long list of people that he's comparing them to. Yeah. Uh, so all the noise is positive. 
would you, they look good to stay up or do you think that'll run to the wire? I think Watford might stay up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, if we, I if we just have a quick look, we have yeah. Everton, we're saying are safe. So, Southampton, Newcastle, yeah. Brighton, Burnley, West Ham, Villa, yeah. Bournemouth, Watford. Yeah. We can dismiss Norwich. That Watford squad and the West Ham squad, mm. definitely the two best, surely. I would say so, yeah. yeah. Bournemouth squad yeah. hasn't improved. I know you and Rafe have touched on this before. Mm. They, they just stagnate. Each year, and, th- and I think you guys both said recently this could be a year they're in trouble. So that Watford and West Ham squad, they they should be fine. It's from the rest, isn't it? Like like we said before, any, any anything can happen. And D- David Moyes doesn't, you know, he came in and he got a great win, which we'll, we'll yeah. talk about, of course. But he he doesn't inspire. I do think they'll stay up because he he did it the last time, but he doesn't inspire great confidence. But he in comes in just because he wins, Joe. That's what he said. Well, that's what he said. I, I'd have to counter that and say that he has the worst win ratio of any West Ham manager to uh, in in the last ten years, fifteen years. I think it was worse than Avram Grant, who got relegated, twenty nine percent. So for him to come in and say that is a bit rich. I think for him to come in and that's say one of those you'll see at the end of the season, egg on the face. This is what he said, and then well, he he's he's a meme, isn't he? So. He, he just keeps coming out with great internet content and, and we love him for it. And it's great to have him back. But um, That's the West Ham fan. Well, no, it's, it's, in the same way, it's great to have Josie back. They're both great in press conferences for different reasons. Um, but no, to answer your question, yeah, they do. Do you know what? I quite like Aston Villa's squad. Okay. Um, Jack Reed, I think, is a phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. And he'll, for sure, he'll be gone in the summer, no matter whether they stay up or go down. He'll, he'll move on to a top six. I'll side. be the first to admit, I watched a lot of championship last season because mm. of Swansea. Yeah. And highlights of Aston Villa, I thought, yeah, he's great, but takes too long the ball, won't work in the Premier League. Mm. Even during the playoff wins in the final, I thought, no, he's really impressed me. Yeah. He is growing and growing constantly. Me too. Um, he was linked with the move to Spurs summer of 2018 and I was thinking oh come on please get it done uh, he's no way he's not ready for that yeah. I don't think he was ready for that then probably but, wasn't but he's really like my opinion of him was quite low um, I remember him playing for Aston Villa against Arsenal in the FA Cup final in 2015 or sometime around then and he was very very average when he was still an Irish international yeah when he was still an Irish yeah. international but he's really grown as a as a player and he's one of these talented guys you could think of the likes of Ravel Morrison, people like that, yeah. young English talents, who don't have it mentally. Clearly, as he's been made club captain of Aston Villa at the age of what, 22, 23. Yeah. He, um, he has something about him and he surprised a lot of people. And He's a bit of a media darling, but why not? He's just, his goal was so good. I was going to just ask, do you think he is good as the big fish in a little pond? Or mm. do you think he will be ready to make a step up next summer to a big... European chasing club a la your Tottenham as you've mentioned Arsenal's and the rest I think he can make the step up mm-hmm. because of the way he plays at Villa they are always looking to give him the ball yeah. which is a, like literally that, that is the tactic the, that's, that's the Aston Villa way that's the game plan yeah. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't believe it when I watched um, the win against Burnley uh, but Villa were very good Yeah, they were very good and Burnley looked bad They're, I mean it's, it's just so close we would be fools Looking at the Premier League table to to try and pre- to predict three teams to go down and say that and put money well, on it. We would two be with Norwich. Two with Norwich. I, I think, yeah. No, yeah. I, I I agree. I agree. Uh, but we'd be fools to do that because any it's all about form at the right time. Yeah. And I I could look at that Burnley side playing against Villa losing two one and think they're gonna they, they looked they were abject 
Villa were so much better than them. Villa, Villa, I mean, we'll talk about VAR later maybe, but they were very unlucky not to win by more goals. Mm -hmm. um, it, it should have been at least 3-1. I, I thought that that decision against Grealish for offside or against Wesley was it, in the, in the build-up was an absolute joke. Travesty. An absolute joke. And the fact that we have decisions like this being made every single week is a damning indication of the Premier League's refereeing standards. And Yeah, the implementation um, of VAR has been tragically, tragically... Done. It's. Mm. We will slightly talk about it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we might just refocus on Aston Villa Burnley just because yeah. what you're saying about form, I think, is a very important factor. Mm. Burnley have two wins in eight. Yeah. They have five of their seven wins at home. Yeah. But their next four home games are Leicester, Arsenal, Bournemouth, and then Spurs. Mm. So they're they're out of form. Yeah. And you don't know where that next win's going to come because home yeah. form is so important to them. Yeah. Um, they could easily drop in soon and by that stage you're coming into March and like you need to be out of the bottom tree at this stage because those games come taking fast that's exactly it I mean we, we can look at the likes of Watford and Villa who are 19th and 17th respectfully West Ham and 16th but you think that in the next few weeks they're going to go up yeah. um, I don't know the fixture list off by heart we just have the next game week in front of us here but I would expect those three teams just mentioned to, to be progressing and Certainly, the likes of Burnley, Bournemouth, to be in and around that 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 the horrible job zone. Yeah. But and, and, like we've said, it won't, March is the time where you really, really, really don't want to be in. You start feeling battle. the pressure then. The it's end too, of season is coming very soon. It's too late to make a change then. Yeah. Um. With with any effect, if you make a change then, you're planning for life in the championship. Yeah. Effectively, I would love someone to, to to come and tell me that the changes that have happened in March and April that have resulted in a team staying up because I'd say it's it's next. Yeah. Time. Be interesting. But um, Christ, it's interesting. And like we like you mentioned at the start of the program, far more interesting than what's happening at the top. Oh, every week it's there's point like. Of all the teams this weekend, like we have results, all so many of those bottom six, seven picked mm. up points. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, they it's... always do. I, I think it's very rare for there to be a game week with none of them picking up points. Yeah, but, and especially yeah. interesting because a lot of them were playing teams from the top. Yes. Yeah. So you were thinking <laughs> if Watford hadn't beaten Wolves, they'd be cut adrift. They'd be then six points behind Bournemouth. Yeah. And, or sorry, four. But now they're one point behind Bournemouth. And another win, they're out of relegation for the first time since, I would say, very early. I don't know how long they've been in relegation. Yeah, no, because they didn't get a win for like 10, 12 games, something like that. So Across yeah, two managers, three. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, really, it's, they've spent the entire season in the drop zone. So I, 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 I feel reasonably confident about Watford staying up. Oh, I do as well. Their squad is phenomenal. The LFAO can be a game winner. Mm. We touched on him. He's back amongst the goals. Deeney coming back from that injury. He's got a great character about him, Troy Deeney, doesn't he? Mm. You know, he's a leader. We say Grealish is Mr. Asavilla. Deeney's Mr. Watford. He is. Then you go to West Ham. Yeah. And you've got Mr. West Ham, Mark Noble. He picked up a brace on the weekend. Indeed, Joe. he did. And he won the penalty as well. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair play to Mark Noble. Um, fair play to David Moyes. He's obviously instilled something there. Yeah. Uh, now, I know Bournemouth are out of form, but. Mm. No, to go and, and, and to win 4 0 in yeah. your first game in charge with a, a fairly empty stadium, yeah. it can be said. There are a lot of empty seats for, for re, you know, protesting the owners and protesting the appointment. Yeah. To be fair to the owners, they went for a man who came in in similar circumstances a couple of years ago and got them to stay up. Yeah. What's wrong with doing the same thing again? We've seen it with Chelsea go for, for Gus Hiddink to. 
on an interim basis. I know that Moyes has been given an 18-month contract. Do we see him staying beyond those 18 months? No. no. They're going to go for another fancy foreign manager who's going to... Have David a, will a, keep the phone on uh, and he'll oh, say, you know what, I'll see you in a <laughs> Don't worry, he knows that in, in another 18 months, two years, he's going to get the, the, the phone call yeah. from the two Davids. <laughs> Interesting, three Davids that are running West Ham, David Gold, David Sullivan and David Moyes, two owners of two Davids. That's so. almost the, the Newcastle, Steve's. Steve Bruce and then the goalkeeping coach is Steve. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Four or five Steves. And um, Bournemouth. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble. Uh, Callum Wilson's not firing. Ryan no. Frazier is not the player he was last year. He yeah. didn't get his move. Maybe he's in a huff. Mm. Who knows? Eddie Howe's name always seems to be thrown in the ring for the more glamorous jobs. Yeah. He hasn't gone. Mm. For his own sake, should he take the next one that comes up that he's thrown in for? Yeah, uh, but... But I don't think he'll get one. No. Um, maybe, like I, I was saying to Rafe a few weeks ago, that he should be in line for the Everton job. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Ancelotti's a much better appointment. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't argue with that. I, I didn't think Everton were able to attract a manager like that. That's that's fantastic business. Um, I've never really understood the hype about Eddie Howe. I, 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 do, I, do, I do appreciate that he, he took them from... Was it Division Two? Yeah, low, low with a little stint elsewhere. All the way up. It's fo- football manager stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's something that every teenage boy who loves football has yeah. done uh, themselves. But um, save and restart, implemented. Uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of uh, all that comes with it. But um, he, I've just never. He's never taken them to new heights. I think they yeah. finished every single Premier League season in the bottom. Could half. double check this between forty two. And 46 points. Yeah, and I think every single season in the bottom half, actually. I'd, maybe 10th, like, once. But, okay, Bournemouth, to be a Premier League side is, is That's great. That's fantastic. But after some... You uh, want progression. Like like Stoke City, and I know that they ended up getting relegated, but they, they got into the Europa League. Or like Wolves in their first Swansea. season. Swansea. You got know, to the league, or got Europa League, and then... Did they win the League Cup? Won the League Cup? 5-0 yeah. against Bradford. That was it, yeah. No, I, I think that you have to have some ambition and I, I think the fact that he's he's happy with that level of lower mid-table you see is... Brighton they made the move they weren't happy with this whole survival mm. they went off form yeah they shooting with Potter yeah Potter's come in is it much better they are still down mixing with the relegation flirting away yeah the football is nicer yeah um, <laughs> but I, at what point do you weigh up the size of your club to having that Premier League money Mm. Should you be happy maintaining? Should Bournemouth let him go? Or should Eddie say, I need to go? Or do they just keep this marriage of convenience? I think that this marriage of convenience could end in tears in a relegation. And Eddie, to be honest, I think that he would resign rather than them sack sack him. I think that he's done too much. He feels, I've taken them as far as I could. Yeah. Tragically. Yeah, yeah. Or he might think, you know, but like, why would he try to take them back up again? He's already done that. Yeah. Like, he, he should. I think he should have moved on in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. And again, I just don't think he, I don't see any ambition. His in His name in was him. thrown in the Arsenal. Right? Disgrace, disgrace, disgrace. He would not have with that. No, I mean, no. He's had that many years Premier League experience. Ted has been a coach for how long? But you, you can see the difference in. I'm wearing a turtleneck sweater today because of Mikel Arteta. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> he you got that see. from Pep. So he's in good hands. Yeah. No. You can, clearly, clearly, Arteta has something about him. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that people like the fact that Pep Guardiola rang up as soon as Arteta retired, he was offered assistant manager at Spurs. Mm-hmm. 
assistant manager at City or head of youth at Arsenal? Why would a player who's literally just retired, yeah. the age of 33, I think, not especially old. He has done his badges, but he's clearly had something about him that. Yeah, he has I think these are three. Man. I think Arsene Wenger, Pep Guardiola, Mauricio Pochettino. Of course, Arsene Wenger did not the same towards the end. But, I mean, those are three of the most respected coaches in the game. So mm -hmm. clearly, he's got something about him. And I think you can see that. He kind of oozes personality on, on, on the sideline. And I thought he was very like Pep Guardiola in his interview he, he, last night. Yeah, he was. Oh, thank you so much. It, it, we, we played so well. <laughs> these, were, these were the stock advancers. Yeah, yeah. I would say far more likeable than Pep. I think, yes. it's, I think he's going to be a media darling and this will help Arsenal's image in the press yeah. a lot because they have a terrible image in the press. They're the first club One thing to, I thought he did better than Pep, especially, mm. was about the fans. And like, Pep will say, oh yeah, the stadium, blah, blah, blah. But obviously the Emirates has had its trouble yeah, with yeah. getting attendances. Yeah. Him saying how it helps the boys. It's a stock answer. But the way yeah. he delivered it yeah. after such a win, that'll resonate with the fans. I'm sure AFTV was exciting. I only watch when they lose. But <laughs> No, I, I only watch when they win. <laughs> or when there's something... Or I, I will watch a really funny clip. when, like If I see a DT meme going around, yeah. I'll, I'll watch that. that. But, but um, everyone is buzzing at Arsenal for Arteta. He's got... It's, for his first managerial job to come into Arsenal in the shit state that they were in and to get them playing in a way that we've not seen for years um, and to get the fans and the players on board at the same time is extraordinary. Yeah. And I don't think Eddie Howe would have been capable of doing any of that. Okay. Uh, we've gone full circle back to Arsenal there. So <laughs> I was prepared for that to happen. But yeah, let's bring it it's, back it's always... to the football that has happened. Yeah. We'll go across London to Chelsea. Mm. A one-all draw with Brighton. Yeah. Chelsea, another team we've just mentioned, like, best of fixtures, the form, bottom compared to top. Mm. Chelsea only have two wins in the last five. Yeah. Two losses. It, it's not top four form, Joe. No, it's not. It's and allowed I'm... that gap to close. You can see, like, a Man United, a Spurs, Wolves, Arsenal now, possibly. Well, well, you the, know, it's still only it's, nine points or so. Yeah, there's eighteen game, 17 games to play yeah. and there's nine points. It'll be a tough ask for Arsenal to make the top four, but never say never. Chelsea, meet Arsenal soon. I think in two, three weeks. Actually, yeah, yeah sorry, Chelsea's yeah. next five games, or six games, Burnley, Newcastle. Yeah. Then it's Arsenal, Leicester, Man U and Tottenham. <laughs> That's a tough four games. That's a tough four games. I think they'd be lucky to get nine points out of those okay. six Where would you six say games. probably Burnley, Newcastle? I think they'd beat Man United. Okay. 4-0 at Old Trafford and then did them in the FA or League Cup <laughs> in the, uh, two strong teams you're, 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 you're right I, I think that Frank will surely have to learn from his mistakes yeah um, but uh, what I did like about Lampard against Arsenal I, I, I thought that they were very lucky to, to win him that, that neither here nor there I don't want to show any bias uh, any more bias than I already am um, I thought that Lampard shows good tactical acumen in the Arsenal game to make a, a tactical change yeah. after 34 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that he was brave to put on, I can't remember his name, was it Lout, the, the young right back? Oh, I can't remember, but I know for flooding the field with Jorginho also. Yeah. Uh, he was very yeah. good. Um, but then they lose the momentum by drawing with Brighton. Yeah. Uh, you can't follow up a win at the Emirates. Say what you like about Arsenal, but not. I can't remember the last time Chelsea won there. Um, long time it probably just got them at the right time yeah I've had only fresh in and things haven't uh, happened Frank Lampard can't get consistency at the moment no I, I don't think you know it was a wonder goal by Ali Reza Jahanpach 
two and two. But yeah, yeah, after a very slow start. Yeah. Um, over the first eighteen months of his Brighton career, but you know Chelsea can't get any consistency. I don't like their defense. I think their defense is is pretty yeah. poor. Um, Rudiger I think and then pick from the rest. He's chopping and changing and fullbacks. Azpilicueta gets shoehorned in wherever. Then you've got Tamori, Katsuma, yeah. who's had relegations and uninspiring seasons. Mm. And then another centre back. No, that's it. That's it. Isn't it? It's oh, Christensen. Uh, uh, Christensen. Yeah, but, in, uh, yeah. Injured also. Um, I think it was a mistake to let David Luiz go. Really? Yes. Based on one man of the match performance last night. David Luiz was one of Chelsea's first choice centre backs last season. He was brilliant in the Europa League final against Arsenal. He was Marshall the defence. I, 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 we have very conflicting views on that. David Luiz, I'm sure that we do. Yeah. Um, no, Chelsea don't convince me. They're, they're favourites for the top four because they have a because five they're already there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But And, and they're going to strengthen in January, big time. Yeah. I would, but I don't, hear them, I don't hear noises about them strengthening in the right areas. No. There, it's talk of Werner and Sancho, things like Saha. that. Saha. They don't, they don't need, need Pulisic, Hudson Odoi, Mount goes left wing sometimes. Yeah, Pedro hasn't got to kick a ball. No, William good footballer. Yeah, William's been, William's been brilliant. Good. Yeah, yeah, he has. He's taken on that uh, number ten jersey with with pride. To be fair to him, yeah, it surprised me. And Tammy Abraham uh, is one of the top scorers in the league. To uh, if they were to sign Werner and bench Abraham, I think that would be uncalled for and unnecessary. It's a backwards yeah. move. Yeah, I do rate Werner, but. You've shown this much faith in Abraham already. He's he's backed backed it up. Yeah, double um, digits for the season uh, already. Absolutely, I I'd say he'll probably score about seventeen goals in the league. That's that's a decent return in his first full season in the Premier League. Yeah, maybe even hit twenty. Um, but yeah, they're, they're wildly inconsistent and like with the relegation battle. And I, I, I'm not the top three. I think will pick that they pick themselves. Oh, that's already. done. Yeah, yeah. I think Liverpool it, have the league one. They do. I'd go out on a limb and yeah. say that they're ten points. Clear with two games in hand. Yeah, uh, Leicester Man City, great for a Champions League spot. This is actually turning into almost like last season, mm. where the top four, no one wanted it. That fourth spot. Oh, Man U, Arsenal, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, was it top Spurs as well? Yeah. They... Oh, everyone was just throwing points away by <laughs> yeah. the end of the season. It was ridiculous. Now you throw in, you've got Wolves chasing it this year. Sheffield mm. United. I don't know if they'll go the distance, mm. but who's going to take it? What? It's, it's anyone's. It's anyone's pick. If I. I wouldn't want to put. I think before I'd say that I put money on Spurs because of the players they had in Mourinho, but mm-hmm. I, I, I see, I haven't seen enough from them to agree with you on that, and I wish I could. Th- that, that was when he just arrived after the first three games, yep. something like that. But now, I don't see Spurs making the top four. No, I would have said Man U before that game last night. They, I, the I, Burnley I, result I, looked good. It almost felt like they turned a corner for how many times they've turned a corner with Ollie at the wheel. But yeah. Backwards last night. It was call, dreadful. Call me crazy. I think Arsenal have a better chance than Man U and Spurs. I think Arsenal are better. I think that Chelsea will get there probably. I need to see more of Arsenal. It's That's different getting fair, up yeah. for two big games like Chelsea and Man U. Yeah, do get away to Palace in the early kickoff on the 11th of January if they go out and put in a, and win comfortably yes. there or win it all because it's not easy to beat a Roy Hodgson team. No, it's not. Not at all. No, as um. Norwich showed. As Norwich showed, yeah. post and keyboard <laughs> they tried. Yeah. Um, Norwich Crystal Palace, it was a game with some VAR drama. Yeah. We had a Connor Wickham goal, late equaliser. Yeah. Flagged for offside. Mm. VAR overrules this, it gives the goal. Yeah. Great example of VAR being used correctly. Perfect. And it was used quite quickly as well. There was no major drama. Oh, it yeah. was Norwich fans biting their nails and yeah, condemning them to relegation. Yeah. 
we saw the wrong side of it. You touched on it earlier. Grealish's ankle or Wesley's ankle offside in yeah. an open goal. If even. If even. I mean, to, there is an argument that if there's any part of the, the forward's body offside, then it's offside. Mm-hmm. But I just, I didn't see any... How has that given him an advantage? In no way. A centimetre up his ankle. In no way. I couldn't even see it. I it, swear to God, I couldn't to see goal. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As he's doing it. Yeah. So he's not going to score it, from that. No. <laughs> like, clear and obvious errors. Who's to say his heel is actually touching the back of his boot at that point? Yeah. I know you can score no, off the boot. No, no, you're, no you're absolutely right. It, it's too fine a line. They're implementing it all wrong with the, mm. the clear and obvious errors. We had one uh, other incident on the weekend that I remembered was Cresswell's red card was uh, over, was rescinded. Right. Uh, he was then just given a yellow. Yeah. Not deemed to be serious, foul play. Mm. He's gone in on the player, he's one of the boys gone through the man, see his action. But, again, another example of VAR working well. Mm. It wasn't a red card. We saw, similarly with Cabaselli for Watford. For him not getting the red. He he was given a booking and then oh, they were reviewing and, and then they reviewed yeah. it and gave him a red. Yeah. I thought that was very harsh. Yeah. I thought that Cathcart was covering almost right beside him and he pulled back the uh the forward, I can't remember who it was for Wolves. Mm-hmm. And um Far gave him a red card. But if you have some okay, if you're denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity, that's fine. But yeah. he had Cathcart covering as well. Yeah. Almost right or beside him. Sacco for Crystal Palace. This one where he wins the ball. Catches not terribly the man, he makes a meal of it as mm. all modern footballers do. But they kept oh, the red yeah, card yeah, even yeah, though they yeah. reviewed it. And I was just thinking, he's followed through after winning the ball. Yeah. Like his momentum's taken through and he hasn't endangered the player. He's not gone in to hurt him. He was as baffled as me. That one maybe <laughs> is 50 50. It, it can really depend who's reviewing it. Mm. But some of the other ones where they won't give it. You see a great example Liverpool goal. Yeah. From last week, they haven't played this week. Sheffield United are playing tonight. Um, the Lana handball. Mm. So the ball crossed the line before the ref blew his whistle. <laughs> so they were able to overturn it. Yeah. But in that same build-up of play, Van Dijk has handball. The ball has hit Van Dijk's hand to be yeah. diplomatic about it. But they rule that as unclear. Mm. Like, it's working both ways in that one incident. But overall, it's just not working. I was yeah. a big fan of it being implemented. Yeah. How can they fix what they've done? Do they need an overhaul mid-season? Can they just admit they've done it wrong? Or do they have to stick with what they've done, go next season? I think they have to write it out. And if there aren't changes, big changes in the summer with the way... I so don't think it as it is, write it out. Yeah, I don't think that... I, I, I just don't... It'd be, it'd be like... It'd be like changing a, a law... Yeah, I don't think that you can yeah. do that. I think that they have to keep with what I disagree with the way it's being implemented, like you and like everyone else. But um, I'm, I'm a huge I, advocate of VAR. Me, me too. I like I, the right decision. Yeah, yeah. On pit offsides are always oh, bullshit. Breaking the game for me. Yeah, it's who scores with their armpit if they're leaning forward. Yeah. So it's the point of where you can score from. So they bring it up to the shoulder mm. or the armpit as armpit offside. And then they say he's offside even though he's finished it with his right foot. Mm. That's wrong. Yeah. At what point does the jersey cover where his shoulder and arm are? How, mm. are you, how can they define that small distance when it's on? It's, it's a tough one to kind of just take. And then when you see everyone in the stadium waiting for so long. Yeah. I haven't gone to a match this season yet and to see this. But I can just see from the ones I'm watching. Yeah. The atmosphere is draining. The fans are not happy. There's no communication about what's happening. Mm. Could they change the communication? 
Yeah, I think they have to, to. To show everything on the screen. Yeah, it's it's only fair. Like, they do that in cricket. Yeah. Um, Instead of getting the message, tennis. reviewing possible offside, reviewing possible yeah, foul. Yeah, if, if it's a Hawkeye in tennis, they show that. Mm -hmm. The same in cricket. So everyone's, you know, everyone knows that it takes time to do these. There are so certain situations where VAR's done like that, and it's really good, and it works well. Mm -hmm. But it's not always going to be like that. There are going to be times where it's close, maybe for a, a penalty uh, you know, a, a slight clip on yeah. the ankle, something like that. But they, for the sake of the fans, these people play, paying thousands and thousands of pounds a year to go to support their team home and away, it's their right to be able to see what's going on yeah. on the screen because it keeps them enthralled as well. Yeah, it's then you get the oh, have we scored? The players are their celebrations are muted. Mm. They're holding off. Some of them are holding off. Some run yeah. away and then suddenly it's taken away from them. That's a killer. I saw it, the Brighton it, left back scored. Was it this week or last weekend? His first goal for Brighton. Yeah. Six foot seven left back, unheard of. But and then it's taken away from him, and you just see his face. He's like, oh. or the young Wolves lad scoring at Anfield and doing the big, and it's gone. Sliding, you score yeah. into the into the cup. I, I think it was yeah. in the cup. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, but yeah, not too many. One people thing scoring. I want to ask about it for. Yeah. Just to keep it going. Mm. These offside calls, they are so tight. Yeah. But some of the other ones, the pitch side monitors are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that hasn't happened yet. Could they start using that and let the on-field referee just do it? I think they could do that mid-season. Because then you can link up, show on the big screen the incident itself, and then fans will see why it's been given by that ref. Yeah. I quite liked that in the World Cup. Yeah. When they when they used it. Wasn't there an incident in the game that Portugal played? I can't, or, or, I can't remember off the top of my head. But there, it, 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 it's only fair on the fans to be able to see that. And, and at the end of the day, the referee is, you know... He has every right to be able to go up and make yeah. that decision himself. And he's the on-field one. He's keeping up with this yeah. gameplay. It's not coming down to someone else's then judgment. Exactly, yeah. 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 Keep it with him. Will we leave it there, Joe? I think we might have to. We, we, You're we're a man for the fans. You want VAR to be in for the fans. I do, yeah. And I want AFTV to be in for the fans as well. Only when they lose for me. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Thank you for having me. Sean, it's been a pleasure. Host. Thank you so much for coming on. No we'll definitely get you on again. It's been fantastic. I suppose I'll wrap up on behalf of you and say you should like comment subscribe certainly on youtube yeah all yeah. that good stuff maybe get some discussion in the comments rafe out windsor in who knows um, <laughs> we'll put a poll up i'll leave it to you for the final word um no yeah as always thank you thank you so much for watching um and big thanks to sean for coming for coming the great friend of both rafe and ours and loves football as you, as you can tell so uh, great, great thanks to him for coming along and we'll see you guys next week. Um, Rafe will be back. Rafe will be back, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, we're going to be getting more people on the show and definitely have Sean back on again. Um, it's something we want to do, um, not just to have the same two voices <laughs> week in, week out. Um, because we're very opinionated, Rafe and I, and we have our views. <laughs> people can get tired of that, I'm, I'm sure. No, no, I enjoy uh, some Arsenal discussions. <laughs> some. Some. Yeah. Some. Some. Guys, great. thanks very much. See you.